0: morning friends. Wednesday, November 15th, 2023. This is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. I am your host, retired FBI supervisory special agent, Darren Muck. Uh, Is it a big cyber news day? It's always a big cyber news day. I actually had so many, I had to kind of cancel out some of my tabs. So we're going to get to seven, one, two, three, four, eight, eight quick stories here. Some will be quick, quick discussions. Um, today's Tuesday. I'm sorry. Yesterday was Tuesday. Rather, it's today's Wednesday. Yesterday was Tuesday. You know what Tuesday is? Uh, the second Tuesday, is it second Tuesday? Yeah, the second Tuesday of a month is, it's patch Tuesday, you guessed it. So uh, n- Microsoft's November patch Tuesday includes fixes for 60 vulnerabilities, much better than last month, we've had 103, um, but three have already been found and abused in the wild. So you want to update your Microsoft ASAP today. Um, there is, uh, the key one there is CVE 2023 36033, which is a Windows Desktop Manager core library elevation of privilege vulnerability so you want to update all those things now in addition to microsoft uh, adobe had uh, a bunch of uh, patches as well 76 for them so 76 adobe patches so if you're an adobe uh, acrobat reader InDesign, design in copy photoshop cold fusion any of the adobe stuff fix the stuff uh, 17 of them are in um, acrobat and reader six in photoshop um, so you're going to want to do that also azure has some patches you want to take a look at as well um, okay. Uh, so do that. If you're, you know, pat yourself, uh, uh cybernews.com. This is Paulina Okuniti reporting gamblers data compromised after casino giant fails to set password. Uh huh. One of the biggest online casinos in Mexico has exposed sensitive user data, including home addresses and the amount of money they spent users spent on gambling. The data was likely compromised by unauthorized access. You think the cyber news research team discovered that Strendis, a Mexican licensed online casino, had left public access to 85 gigabits of its authentication logs with hundreds of thousands of entries containing private gambler data. The open incident also contained data from another online casino called Mustang money. So the information that was made available that has now been compromised is usernames, passwords, government ID numbers, phone numbers, email addresses, home addresses, dates of birth, gender, KYC status. I don't know what that is. Uh, IP addresses used to register the account. IP addresses used to log in, deposit accounts, withdrawal amounts, notes on users submitted by admins and customer support agents. So um, all this to be said, obviously, is just as just a reminder for your online stuff you do. You know, make sure you've got multi-factor authentication turned on because it's breaches like this that that release information about you to the world. Um, And obviously, if you are gambling is starting to be a target now, as are all things. But, you know, you want to do the basics because bad guys are coming and they will look for stuff. And it's, it's, it's human error like this. That um, makes it easy for bad guys to work. So in in association with that particular case, this particular headline caught my eye because it, again, has to do with the gambling industry. This is from scmagazine.com, Steve Zerrier, reporting FBI takes heat from industry for not making arrests in the MGM Caesars case. I just thought that headline was funny. The FBI has faced criticism before following, um, has has I'm sorry. Let me start that again. Hello. The FBI has faced criticism before following a major cyber incident, but a new report Tuesday by Reuters calls out law enforcement for not making arrests for the September attacks of MGM Resorts International and Caesars Entertainment. I kind of find that funny because in most cases, let's be honest, no one's getting arrested. These guys are all overseas. Well, okay, let's continue on with the article. Writers quoted executives from leading security companies such as CrowdStrike and Zero Fox, saying the FBI has known the identities of at least a dozen members of the hacking group Scattered Spider for more than six months, but not much has happened. And so here is the president of CrowdStrike. I would love for someone to explain to me uh, for such a small group explain it to me. For such a small group, they're absolutely kind of Okay, well, they're probably, they are in a country, I'm going to guess these are Eastern European, if not Russian outright, that, how are you going to get to them? Okay, so this is, this guy saying this is Michael Sentonis, president of CrowdStrike. So, so tell me, Michael, how do you recommend they do that? Is the FBI just supposed to get on a plane, go to Russia, find these guys and arrest them? I mean, you make it sound, people make it sound like it's so easy, FBI should just go and arrest people. From a cyber perspective, in cyber cases, in most cases, no one's going to jail, no one's getting their money back, and not much is going to happen. Now, you do have successes here and there, but let's be honest, it is, this is not, a bank robbery where the bank robber lives in the same town as the um, uh, the actor. So this this is an interesting article. This kind of bitches about the FBI, you know, maybe rightfully so in some cases, but it is what it is. I mean, there are 4 million cybersecurity vacancies in the world. It's hard for all companies and it's hard for the government to keep talent, which makes it hard to, to do these particular, I'm not saying, you know, that, Everybody's perfect, but, you know, it's what it is. It's just an interesting article that I thought. All right, uh, darkreview.com, Nate Nelson reporting. 21 vulnerabilities discovered in crucial ITOT connective routers. Researchers have discovered 21 vulnerabilities in a popular brand of industrial router. At the December 7th Black Hat Europe Conference, analysts from Forescout will reveal the bugs, including one, which is a 9.6 critical severity on the CVSS scale, and nine high-severity ones affecting a brand of OT, Internet of Things routers, especially common in the medical and manufacturing sectors. Now, ideally they will release the, uh, there'll be patches for these particular vulnerabilities before this particular um, story is released, but it this shows um, the the interaction or the interrelationship between IT, internet technology or information technology and OT operational technology networks and how they are now more blended together and how Bad guys are going to start targeting these things, especially nation state actors, because OT networks are those things that manage water systems and power plants and electrical grids and stuff like that. All these all the devices that run internal to those networks are called operational technology networks. And so. We have to pay attention to these kind of vulnerabilities and ideally fix them when they're found, because this is going to cause a host of problems, especially the medical world does not need one more problem, but here we are. So uh, again, this is will not be the last time we see this, but um, that there's a little bit more information on this, which is, of course, obviously interesting. Leaping computer, Bill Tolis, reporting Ethereum feature abused to steal $60 million from 99,000 victims. Malicious actors have been abusing Ethereum's Create2 function to bypass wallet security alerts and poison cryptocurrency addresses, which led to stealing $60 million worth of cryptocurrency from 99,000 people in six months. This is reported by Web3 anti-scam specialist at ScamSniffer, who observed several cases of in-the-wild exploitation of the function and in some cases losses incurred by one individual reaching up to $1.6 million dollars. Now, one thing I will say, I said this yesterday because there was a cryptocurrency story yesterday. Offload your stuff into cold storage, people. Don't keep your cryptocurrency in hot wallets on the Internet. This is why this bad stuff happens. So, again, uh, cryptocurrency runs on a software platform. There's, a, there's an underlying software that makes it work, and it's going to be abused. Like every other technology, there's going to be vulnerabilities. And so offload your Crypto into something that you can maintain. But, you know, I'm speaking in the wind at this point. From wired.com, this is an interesting article. I've seen a lot of um, uh, people posting them getting the Flipper Zero, and I haven't really paid a whole lot of attention to what it is. But um, this particular article, for, or headline rather, from Wired caught my eye. It says, Tiny hacking tool Flipper Zero can easily crash iPhones. Well, that can't be good. The Flipper Zero is a versatile hacking tool designed for security researchers. Okay, designed for security researchers. I'm sure no bad guys will ever get a hold of one. The pocket-sized pen testing device can intercept and relay replay all kinds of wireless signals, including NBC, NFC, infrared, RFID, Bluetooth, and Wi-Fi, which means it's possible to read microchips and inspect signals being admitted from devices. Slightly more to fairness, we've found it can easily clone building entry cards and read credit card details through people's clothes. That is interesting. Over the last few weeks, the Flipper Zero, which costs about 170 bucks, has been gaining some traction for its ability to disrupt iPhones, particularly by sending them into denial-of-service loops. Uh, as Ars Technica reported this week, the Flipper Zero, with some custom, custom firmware, is able to send a constant stream of messages asking iPhones to connect via Bluetooth message, such as an Apple TV or AirPods. The barrage of notifications, which is sent by a nearby Flipper Zero, can overwhelm an iPhone and make it virtually unusable. So this is interesting because this tool I've seen people posting, Hey, I got my flipper zero and I really didn't pay much attention to it. Bad guys are going to start using this people. So again, how do we defend against it? I don't know. Um, I'm going to do some more research onto that, but I that just, that's interesting. I might just have to buy one of these things just to see exactly what it does. My guess is it's sold out hard to get, but um, let see if I can find one. So if anyone knows where to find them, let me know, be interested to buy one myself. All right. From uh, um, that's interesting from securityaffairs.com Paralugi Paganini reporting the state of Maine disclosed a data breach that impacted 1.3 million people. The state of Maine was the victim of a large scale, large scale hacking campaign that targeted organizations using the MoveIt file transfer tool. The government organization disclosed a data breach that impacted 1.3 million individuals, threat actors exploited the zero day vulnerability to hack the file transfer platform and steal the data of the organization this happened a while ago they're just reporting it now which is pretty bad uh, reporting capabilities but it is what it is um, and so this just uh, add this to the list of organizations hit by move it people hopefully are patching it but i mean we every week it's a new story about move it so add add the state of maine to the list and if you are a main resident then obviously you're going to want to monitor your credit scores make sure you multi-factor authentication turned on your critical systems and all the stuff we talk about all the time and lastly um, i should have mentioned this one earlier when i was talking about the gambling stuff but anyway from infosecuritymagazine.com alessandro Masilino reporting information stealing malware escalates in online gaming I'm sorry, not, this is not gambling. Game, this is gaming, rather. Sorry. The global online gaming community is facing a rising threat from cyber criminals. I don't know if it's rising. It's always been there, but whatever. Exploiting vulnerabilities inherent in gamers' acts, interactions with digital content. A recent report by Sequoia.com IO has shed light on a targeted campaign using discord messages and fake download sites to distribute information, steering, stealing malware within the gaming sphere. According to the post gamers in their quest for enhanced experiences, inadvertently expose themselves to deceptively deceptive tactics employed by threat actors. So basically what's happening here, bad guys have figured out that gamers are lazy and are getting them to download stuff that loads malware onto their PCs where they're doing the gaming and they steal information. It's just one of those things where you just people need to be aware of the threats, because if you don't understand the threats targeting you, you can't assess your risk and proceed wisely. So, if you're a gamer, understand what's going on here and be careful when you download stuff through Discord to improve your gaming experience. Now, if you're not a gamer but you have a friend or a family member who is a gamer, make them aware of this. Make them, you know, just let them know this is happening and tell them be careful. Otherwise, data is going to be stolen. Bad things happen. You lose money. All that kind of stuff. As always, the articles mentioned in this podcast are available for you to read more on in the show notes section. Um, I appreciate uh, feedback, thoughts, comments on the podcast. What am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? Am I doing anything right? I'm sure I'm doing a lot wrong. Uh, and so feel free to email me, darren at thecyberguy.com. Find me on LinkedIn. Check out my Substack. stack. Uh, you can find me on X. I'm kind of everywhere. Just look for the cyber guy, cyberspelled. C-Y-B-U-R. Thanks again for listening, for downloading, for subscribing. Feel free to pass the subscription options to others. Um, and as always, reach out if you have thoughts or questions. I'd appreciate it. Enjoy your Wednesday. We'll talk again tomorrow. Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by Cyber Guy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to Darren at the Or follow Darren on LinkedIn at LinkedIn.com in slash Mott. Thanks for listening.